Welcome to the RV Small Talk Podcast, where we talk about lightweight trailers, truck campers, and the people, places, and adventures that go along with them. We're your hosts from Princess Craft RV. I'm the rally boss, Lindsay. And I'm PJ. And Clint is not going to be on the microphone. But he's sitting right there eating pumpkin bread. Yes. And making faces (laughs) at us. Oh, I didn't realize, or I forgot there was a camera there. Ah, there he is. <laughs> and you know what? We're at the rally today. So uh, we ran into all these creative people. We're going to be chatting with them about we just ran what right they into do. Them. We Head first. Kind of did. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly. I mean, I went to go fix someone's toilet. And then she's, I heard her telling somebody else, yeah, I made this. And I was like, what, 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 what? I mean, people make stuff at these rallies. I know. Just Tiny such trailer people. people are creative people. Yes. So. so do we need to tell people we are actually at the Texas Tiny Trailer Rally? In Bandera, the cowboy capital of the world. Yes. So what's your favorite part of the rally? Um, oh, gosh. So many things to choose from. Honestly, looking at all the trailers, which I think is like the easy answer. Right. Oh, Just no. looking at all the trailers and meeting all the people. The, but e- the easy answer, I think, is for me is... The beer and wine tasting? No, but that would be a good one. <laughs> I do look forward to it. <laughs> no, no, easy answer. You know what my favorite part is. Dancing. Yes. Yes. I get to dance twice a year at the rally. Three times a year. We have three rallies. We have three rallies. That's right. And I always love it when Bob Apple is coming to play for us. Um... They drive all the way from Austin, sometimes Temple, and bring their nice three-piece out here. And I don't it's just like stepping it's, back in time. They're so good at what they it's do. It's really fun, and you dance to every single song because you're I insane. Because I can't stop. Yes. And that's after we have barbecue catered. So it's that's true. my favorite time. I mean, everybody looks forward to Saturday night, but at a rally, it's just fun. All right, so we have crafty people here. Can we talk to them? Yeah, they're probably more interesting than us. They're probably less tired than we are. What do I'm, you think? I'm trying to pick it's myself Saturday up here, afternoon. It's Saturday afternoon. We're in the home stretch. We're heading for the party, but it's exhausting because you just can't stop talking to people and doing things. <laughs> talking to you people is exhausting. And I well, there's so many people <laughs> to talk to, and I don't want to miss anyone. I just don't want to miss anyone. All right. So let's get started. Who are we going to talk to first? Yeah. I say let's talk to Daphne. Okay. So how many rallies have you been to? Oh, my goodness. Well, the first rally that like I, Like someone else might know better than you? The first, uh, I'm trying to think <laughs> how many. The first rally was last October with y'all. Okay. Okay. So that was our very first rally that we ever went to. So this is your third rally? With your second. Oh, with, with us. With yeah. Well, my very first rally ever was with y'all. And then I started going to some new camp rallies. Mm-hmm. And I have never stopped traveling yet now at this point. <laughs> and changed Oops. my life. So. Wow. wow. I, I bought a tiny trailer, came to this rally, and decided I was going to start my own business. So you decided that at this rally? At my other, my, at my, uh, no, right before the rally, uh-huh. after I made my first one, I went on the Texas Tiny Trailer page and everybody's like, how'd you do that? How'd you do that? Oh, I want one. Can you make me one? I want one. And I realized there was such a need out there for customization uh-huh. on a tiny trailer that I started the business. So, and I came the first rally and brought my stuff. 
tell tell people who are listening and can't see what you make. Yeah. So basically, what I, I make are visors. Um, they kind of look a, like a ball cap. Like okay. The on teardrop cap on teardrop campers. That's exactly and what they look like. Window shades. Um, and I make window shades with a radiant barrier fabric. So in the summertime, especially in Texas, it reflects the heat out. And then in the winter, you can flip it around and it will reflect your own body heat back into you. So it actually helps your trailer by not having to have as much air conditioning on or also as much heat on. So, I see all these heads bobbing out there. Everybody's going, yeah. These, I'm like, these are reflect your that... own body heat back on you. I'm like, okay, what? In well, a tag, in, that's important. What? In, in a tag, in that's a important. Tiny trailer. In any tiny trailer, it is, or a winter coat, and so on. And so, what I use is the same fabric that winter coats are made out of, um, and it's a layer that you never see, and it will reflect your body heat towards you. So that's how you can stay warm in those parka type things that are l really thin looking. Okay. That's what that is. I use that on window shades for these tiny trailers. But I think that, I mean, my favorite part of these is you do such a good job of customizing them. And I do. I think people in tiny <laughs> I, trailers. I'm not going to be shy about it. I, I do. People in tiny trailers love that, right? They pick their color scheme or their theme or their pattern that they want throughout their camper. And and I will find they want it everywhere, and you'll find it. Say, okay, I want this so color and this shade. I, I basically what I truly sell is just the the visor and the awnings. But then mm -hmm. I make other products to go with them because all of a sudden, oh, that porthole window that needs to be covered because the light's yes. shining in at me. Fabric, so I'll do fabric. that as an add-on. Um, I'll make little baskets. I do all kinds of other little things. It's just it's an add-on because then they want to customize everything. Yeah. So what's sitting here on the table this with us? This is an awning. So that's an awning. And then what if I wanted purple flowers? I will find a way to find purple flowers for you. Do you have things for me to choose from? I, I, I have fabric books that I carry with me pretty much everywhere at a rally. And they can choose what I have from that and my website. It's on my website, which is www.teardropshadedesigns.com. Teardropshadedesigns.com. Correct. All right. And so right. they can choose that. But you'd be surprised how many people are like, but I want it to have lobsters on it. Yeah. <laughs> I see a lobster awning. Yeah, I just got through doing a, 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 shade, a set of shades with lobsters. And now we're doing an awning for them because they love them so much. <laughs> with lobsters. With okay, lobsters. They need to come to the tiny trailer. Okay. So yeah, I, yeah. I want to meet the person who has well, to they, have they, lobster they, they shades. They live in Maine, but still. Yeah, it's, it's like, <laughs> well, okay. maybe. But so what I do is um, if I cannot find a what I consider to be an appropriate outdoor fabric, uh -huh. um, all the fabrics that I use have to have 1,000 UV hours on them and that's important because it doesn't matter whether you live in maine or you live in texas uv is everywhere and uv destroys everything including your skin you name it uv is right. a destroyer in that respect and so i want something that's going to last because they're not it's what i do is not cheap because it's a lot of work and okay. so because of that and the cost of the materials that i use it's not cheap Okay. And so I always try to find a really fabulous fabric. If I can't find the fabric, I will embroider it for you. What? what? I will embroider it. I you embroider fabric. I found. Do I, you have I, something I, you can show me this? This not like embroidered. Um, only with um, my Facebook page, I've got, or my Instagram, I've got some, some, some pictures on there. Mm -hmm. So I did the Millennium Falcon. 
<laughs> for my Star Wars geeks. What? Yes. I was going to ask you what the strangest thing is you've done, but you're just putting them out there. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, well, <laughs> Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters? Mm-hmm. I had on, a, on a dish towel or on a like a big on awning? awning? On the awning. Ghostbusters on the awning. I had awning. Slimer on the awning. <laughs> so, oh, my goodness. That's it's awesome. A, it's a neon. Was that the name of their camper, Slimer? Mm-hmm. Slimer. Because, you know, everybody names their camper, right? Yep, everybody but me. It was neon green. I thought I liked neon green until I sewed it for several days. And then it's like, oh, please take that color away from me. <laughs> the spots that I saw for a week on that is crazy. <laughs> but yeah, I had Slimer embroidered um, on her, her window shades as well as her visor. Oh, my goodness. And she loved it. She was so happy she could hardly stand it. So oh, my gosh. I would have awesome. never thought somebody would do that, but that's what she wanted. So I will find a way to work with you to customize it how you want. That's great. Well, is there other things that you do in designing a camper? Uh, there's a ton of things that I've made that I don't sell. I mean, they're just for us. So originally mm-hmm. we had a tag. That's what uh-huh. we started with. Now we have a tab, but we started with the tag and I ripped that microwave out first thing <laughs> because mine had the microwave. Right. And we put in shelves. And because of that, I wanted to have a door that would keep whatever was in there from flying out. And then I thought, hey, husband, do this for me. <laughs> Make so me we, this. We, we, well, we made the cutting board. I had it custom engraved. And uh-huh. then we made it hinge. And all we had to do was add a leg. And so we had an extra table in our tag. So it was extra uh-huh. countertop space. I love when people do that. Lots of mods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we the kept one- it. Oh, wonderful. Because it was customized for us. We had it custom engraved. Yeah. And so our homage to the tag is now in our tab. And there we added go. two extra side pieces. And it's the exact same size as the lagoon table that comes with the tab. Uh-huh. And so we switched it out. And so now we have that. Well, what's noticeable about your trailer, when I look at it, it's red. It's red. It's red. <laughs> okay. What color it is? Does your trailer have a name? Chateau Rouge. Chateau Rouge. Oh, Chateau Rouge. It, it, that is sounds perfect for it's what it looks like. <laughs> it's so, our little red house. <laughs> so a lot of people customize the graphics on the outside. Yes. But where to start when you're doing that type of customizing. Tell me how you get that done because your graphics on the outside of your trailer are nothing short of stunning. Thank you. We we really love it. Um, it started basically with trying to figure out what were we going to put on this huge canvas. Right. Because I knew I wanted to customize it from the very beginning. But doesn't it have a few things on there already? Uh, no, we actually ordered ours blank because we okay. wanted nothing. Okay. So that we could have a blank canvas and make it easy. But and if so, you have that on there, there are ways you can kind you of can, warm them yeah. up with a hair dryer and, and, take, off, which and take off they, the decals. They, they, they left the boondock... Um, logo thing on there yeah and that was easy some to come basic off, so things. it's no big deal so you cleared the canvas and then, and then how do you decide what to put on there well it, for us it was trying to figure out what would go with my fabric that i love and what i wanted to use and still not be the same old thing that we've always used so mm-hmm. we started talking and it started off as something kind of silly um I don't know if you've ever seen really beautiful guns that have what we call gun bling on them where they're engraved and beautiful engraved. Yes. Well, that was kind of the look that that my husband put out there. And of course, I love that look as well. And I found a napkin. What? A napkin. (laughs) Most people draw on a napkin to make a plan. (laughs) I found a napkin that had pretty much the same patterns that I wanted that would be very similar to the gun bling. And it's like, you know, we could do this. 
And that's how we came up with it. So you can take inspiration from from anything. literally anything. Anything. It's anything you want. And so we did that. Even Slimer. Even Slimer. <laughs> wow. And so then, you know, it's just a matter of figuring out how to get it on there. And, you know, you uh-huh. find a you find a place that does vinyl wraps and they will enlarge and print it for you and install it. Very cool. So Very I just, cool. I absolutely love it. This is the, the first time we've actually gotten to use the trailer with the new wrap, and we love oh, it. Oh, man. Did you get lots of visitors from trailer tours? No, actually, we didn't. Oh, no. Surprising. Hmm. Yeah, we had a lot of people come yesterday when it was not our oh, trailer tour time. Well, there you go. Story. Everybody's so, already seen it. That's it's why. It's not our, not our trailer tour time, but we're good. You know, we enjoyed it. But I make lots of little things that constantly yeah. I'm. I'm a I can't sit still person. So yes, well, well, well so. I have I have one last question. Mm-hmm. I I've had my trailer for how long, Lindsay? A year and a half. Mm-hmm. And right. I can't even name it, much less decorate it. Okay, and you know it's not because I'm busy. It's not because I'm not creative. I just I can't seem to get a jump start on it. So if somebody comes to you and says, I want a trailer and I kind of like green and blues and maybe something like the beach. I don't know. Can you design something? Would you take a a trailer from top to bottom and just bling it out? If they really wanted me to, I could do that. Um, I'm not really doing interior upholstery yet just because I am so busy with what I've got going right now. I'm backed up 16 weeks regularly. My goodness. With the amount of orders I've got going. Because it's it's me doing it, so. Well, I can see why it is such cool stuff. It's it's fun, but like I said, I customize with other things, and you've got somebody else here that just finished giving me some fabulous things. Oh that, well, uh, it's going to be beautiful. Well, Ooh, the, there's so excited. many creative people here. Yes. So, and you're one of them. Thanks so much. Thank you. And uh, if you're not going to bling out my trailer from top to bottom, maybe I'll just. Uh, bring a nice bottle of something and sit by the campfire and get ideas. That sounds great. How about that? That sounds wonderful. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thanks, Stephanie. All right. So next we have Kim and Eric Edwin, who, how many times have you been to the rally? Like We were counting a lot. Seven or eight. Seven or eight. eight. They all kind of start to run together. We're besties. Yeah. By now. And it's grown. And you had the same trailer the whole time? 2017. 2017 tag. Five wide. But it doesn't look anything like it did at that first rally. Oh, no. Except for that you have that big sticker in the back of... That's the Rock of Cashel in Ireland. That's what? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about. There's the castle that's on the back. Clamshell. On the clamshell? Yeah. Is there? That's the Rock of Cashel in Ireland. And then we named it the Cozy... Our Cozy Cottage. Yeah, our Cozy Cottage. (laughs) But why the Rock of Cashel? I just have to ask. Why not? I guess. Why not? Like I said, A man's home is his castle, right? And that's our castle we take on the road. That's our... Cashel. Our Cashel. (laughs) (laughs) She's looking at you. The Cashel Castle. So what is it that you guys make? Um... A what variety is of things. Well, so <laughs> fractal burning is what the process is for putting the the design designs into the wood, and it's using high voltage electricity to burn it into the wood, and then we just fill it with epoxy of different colors, and that's what you end up with. Well, that sounds easy. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's only yeah, ten. Can anybody do this? No, they teach this what? in shop class, oh, sure right? They don't. Yeah. This, well, it's ten thousand volts, and it can kill you. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I can imagine. This it is what Kim got me started doing. It. She's trying to collect on the insurance. Kind of thinking think it think might be time. Just yeah, one it's mistake. Not, it's just not one. Working, so. That's all it's going to take. Someday. Yeah. Someday. So she'll cash in. Okay, my first question is: How do you control where it goes? Uh, some of that is by where you place the probes mm. that are conducting mm. electricity. Part of it is by where you wet the board because it's using a water-based solution. So you can make right. it go in different directions. Mm -hmm. and So you like paint the board with water kind of thing? Yeah, it's a, it's a water and um, either baking soda. baking soda or borax type of mixture. And you paint, that's what conducts the electricity. And so if I paint that in here, then it won't burn over here or over here. It's only going to paint where there, I mean, it's only going to burn where there's wetness. Okay, so you can sense. Some, somewhat control where you put that direction. Yeah. So you totally you, do, do that. Do you put a wire? Is it electrical nope. wire? Just a, shock an it. electric probe at one end, an electric probe at the other end, and then you turn the power on and it searches the path of least resistance. I want to see what it looks like when you're actually doing it. Does it look cool? Do you guys look uh, like spacemen with the big suits? Oh, you don't get to like dress up for this for this uh, art. Well, to a certain extent, gloves Glove. are important. So, oh, yeah. electricians' gloves that gloves. That, mm -hmm. that don't conduct electricity. Yeah, conducting electricity is a bad thing when you're in that circuit because then you become part of the circuit. And then you, you are the circuit. part of the burned. circuit. Then you become <laughs> burned. So, how did you start doing this? Just this one, or just no, in general. Okay, so this one is just closest to our me. Our son, being a skateboarder, he's um, he was big into skateboarding. He saw this on YouTube. He was like, "Dad, you got to check this out." He was talking about the skateboard. I was looking at the burning <laughs> process, and then started researching it and started playing with it and try, playing with it without trying to kill myself. Is the way I put it. Yeah. Yeah, it's dangerous. Well, it was also yeah. a lot of trial and error, too. Yeah, lots of it's trial like and error. It's like with anything, when you start a business, it's trial and error. What's going to work? What's not going to work? But did you really think I should start a business? No. I mean, <laughs> I've already been down this road, but um, when somebody retires, gotta you, you got to keep them busy. Uh-huh. Or you kill each other, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. But no, I mean, she's trying well, to 10,000 volts, no. volts, I think, is, is a good but place nice to start. But the about it is that we can bounce off of each other. He'll come up, you know, what idea? What should we use? Which, you know, or, all right, they want this color. And sometimes you have to make the have to make the color. Yeah. Uh -huh. Make it match <laughs> to the customer. This, by the way, would be Daphne and Mark's board that, you know, she has a specific requirement for what color she likes. So oh, really? The, yeah, this, <laughs> silver, you don't want to be one iota to the left or the right. No, no. she has don't. a specific no. color. No. no, you don't. So we got a color swatch and went off of that from her fabric. So that way we can try and match as closely as possible. And you yeah. guys have an awning from her. Right, awning yeah. and window coverings, tradesies, and, and, and what she did say is a good thing. When I we got to try them out two weeks ago, it was hot outside. Outside, he turned the air on. I'm like, okay, get in there, getting all comfortable. I was freezing. What? I yeah. it was like night and day, and I even said that to him. I go. This camper's cold. You're going to have to turn that baby we down. We can actually run the wow. air conditioner in the tag at the 
probably about a quarter of the way set in cold was wise mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. and we've never been able to do that never before. wow it's always been three quarters to almost full. Perfect. And we were cold. Yeah. That's what Perfect. we see at these rallies. People end up just kind of swapping, mm-hmm. everybody swapping their creative things they make and do and buy and sell. And it's. Well, yeah, because Daphne's goes on a, a 320. Yes. But it's on the outside yeah, of so the trailer. You want to hold yeah. this for a second? I mean, we'll get a picture of it. You want to see, because on the back yeah. side, this is where the work is, right? Yeah. The front side's all nice and pretty, but that's the lagoon mount. Yeah. So they've uh-huh. got a lagoon mount on the outside of their trailer that that connects into, and there's, they're having a leg made to support the other end of it. Yeah. Well, that, that is I just a beautiful piece awesome. of wood. So. Now, Lindsay, was this the piece of wood that you kept sniffing? It smells so good. Look, I don't even have to be close to it. I can be right here and I can smell it. It's like walking into Home Depot and you're just like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting this image of you walking into Home Depot now. <laughs> it smells good. Or walking into a bookstore, it smells different. Nothing yep. else smells like that. That is true. Like mm-hmm. nothing. You can't recreate that smell. No. Hold on one second. It's got to be the oil. It's definitely the oil, yeah, the too. Oil. And we use all natural oil. Yeah. yeah it's so definitely the oil mixed with the wood. I love yeah. it. Because they even like, like gotta be Daphne's having a like made because of the height that she wants it at but when you're desperate well this was a prototype now i saw that last year i think it's the best thing they used a crutch leg as the leg of the table so it folds up basically and goes next to the camper but then it just pops down and supports it and the other side is bracketed to the kitchen to the kitchen inside perfect the only thing is is that at night you can't leave it up with the clamshell so you do have to take them off you just lift them up it doesn't it doesn't look hard to do and it folds up so when did this turn from like this is really fun to a business just you retired and just yeah, I mean, people wanted it. People wanted stuff. I mean, we did a lot of this stuff out of necessity for ourselves, like mm-hmm. the cutting board, right? That's the same shape as the one that came with the tag. Uh-huh. But the one that came with the tag is, I mean, it gets wet it and gets cracks wet. Yeah. and warps and everything. So yeah. we just took it, made a template and do that. But and made your own. Just made a my beautiful own. piece of wood. It is. So how do you, I mean, do you know anything about wood? Was it kind of your thing before this? I, when I was a lot, stuff? a lot younger, I used to dabble with fixing furniture. And so it was just always something that was of interest. But um, doing woodworking around the house was not a, I'm not a wood turner, so I don't do lathe work or anything mm-hmm. like that. But it just became kind of an interest. So I use product that I can find readily available. So this came from our daughter-in-law's parents' property in Tennessee. So wait, wait, wait. This is just raw wood that you mm-hmm. yeah. find? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is this is a piece of pecan that came from uh, St. Hedwig. Yeah, this is... This is another piece of, of cedar that came from Tennessee as well. That one's pretty. So, I like this that This was Pam's. Yeah, Pam made Pam a special oh, request. Oh, nice. So. so all the rivers of Texas that are all filled in with the epoxy. and but So that's burned in the same process but just burning it in to make the rivers of texas oh uh, that seems so time so. consuming <laughs> like all the little wow it is yeah i bet that's time consuming yeah that's a lot of time that's crazy but so. when you look at it i mean when i walked out and saw it and i went wow <laughs> yeah that that and it's something that nobody else is gonna 
have. I mean, nobody, you know, when you when Daphne gets to show off her trailer, nobody else is going to have that, much less. No, well, in that we're cool making, well, position. Well, and now you're making more. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I mean, yeah. out in the wild, it's not like you know something you can buy off the New Camp website and everybody has it. So. Yeah, and this really was, cool. I mean, it, as anybody knows in the small trailer world, you don't have nearly enough counter space. And for us on the tag, that's even worse. Folding right? tables so are your friend. The folding tables were the friend, and yeah. I wanted something that we didn't have to have it rocking around. We have some Coleman interleaving aluminum ones, which are uh -huh. great, don't get me wrong, but they're never, they're always wobbling. And so this was something that would give us but it was stationary. Configuration, yeah. you know, yep. we can move and around so, the way we want. Well, yeah. it also isn't cool and just a piece of you going camping that's part of your part of your rig part of who you are mm -hmm. part of it really is part of you that's what makes you that's that's what makes it special and i know you've redecorated yet again in your camper yeah, thanks you showed to Daphne. me this afternoon <laughs> i don't know it's, it's got some beautiful pieces in it oh this so, yeah yeah, um, we were campers and now we're becoming no decorators glampers i like things to match and i think when i got the awning and all the window coverings it just made the camper so much prettier yes so when you open the inside i'm like i want it to be pretty i, I wanted to change it <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. um and space in a five wide is everything yes. yeah. and so i decided okay it's time to make baskets from the little cubby above your head I need, we needed something hanging there, I, not too big, not real heavy. And I came up with doing these and throw your wallet, your keys. Um, I keep my medications in there. Uh, yeah, everything. I think those are so adorable. And they just hang. And you made them. And mm -hmm. I am just sitting here thinking, you know what? A leftover bag from the grocery store hanging up there would probably do the same thing. Yeah, but and it's not that's pretty. what a lot of people use. <laughs> I mean, honestly, wouldn't a plastic bag sheet, work? You can do that. I mean, yeah, do but that. that's ugly. That's My point yeah. is that you said you used to be a camper and now you're kind of a glamper. So Thanks, it Daphne. is kind of nice uh -huh. to have cool stuff That's what friends are instead cool. of just something that functions <laughs> right. because no. lots of things will function. It, it, yeah, and but at the same time, it's like your home on wheels. That's right. So well, you make it that way. Yeah, and you make it. That yeah, way. I could have left it plain Jane, but that's not fun. You know. Yep. Totally I, get I that. I want to climb into something. I'm like, okay. I, this I is feel like good home. in here. Yeah. I feel good. Yeah. Oh, this is yeah. home. For sure. Yeah, so. That's right. That's right. Okay. I want to know before you go the weirdest thing that somebody has requested from you in this um, creative um, arena. Um, is there anything really odd? Or that you went, huh, never thought of that. Have you ever done so, a toilet seat? No, no. not yet. No, not okay. yet. Oh, Lord. I'll talk to you after the podcast. <laughs> All right. we, we can do that. And it will um, say, what, nice butt on it? Nice yeah. butt. Yeah. I think the weirdest thing, well, I think it was just weird that somebody would want to spend as much money as they did to take a $50 table to make it custom. They bought... I mean, table frames that had garbage wood tops on them and said they wanted to 
make them nicer. And when I saw that they were made in China, I was thinking like, you really want to spend money on a tabletop for something that, but. Let them do it. You do it? <laughs> a, a fool and their money are easily parted. That's okay with me if they want to throw it <laughs> my way. Let them do it. That's all right. But That's probably, yeah. That was the weirdest thing, I think. Well, but some people don't have the appreciation for the wood or the wherewithal to to think creatively all the way from the bottom to the top yeah yeah but i mean that's totally me right but at the same time like you can't go out and say oh they just cut this wood we can go ahead and burn it you can't do that because the wood has to age well that's what you would say yes but i don't know that yeah we do have people that say hey i have this tree and i'm like you want to cut down this tree can you you come cut Cut it down down and and use it it? and then make it into like a table for me or something i go uh how much time and how much money do you have because (laughs) i am not a tree i mean i'm not tree service so i don't do that part (laughs) it takes a year to age the wood to be able to even start doing anything with it so you have time you know that's fine christmas in 2024 sounds perfect yep you know hey Uh, but it's been fun it's been fun and um we've enjoyed um almost ever doing all the project projects but you know you get the one that's kind of like uh yeah not necessarily a weird thing just a difficult tell you what i'm impressed with everything you guys have done and it seems to me like i have seen it grow over the years every time you show up you have a new adventure and my hat's off to you thank you what's your website uh, it's uh, functionalfractals.com. Functionalfractals.com. Yeah. All there you word, go. No spaces or anything yeah. like that. Functional yep. fractals. Yep. Very good. Find us on Facebook. Well, it's easier. Easier on Facebook? Yeah. Plus, it's you get all the pictures, updated. right? Yeah. Yes. Pictures you got to find all these guys on Facebook yeah. because that's where it's good. And there is some on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it goes yeah. both ways. So, yeah. And if you yeah. really can't find anybody, just give us a call. We know everyone. There you go. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're connected. Yeah, <laughs> we are connected. <laughs> well, thanks so much. Well, thank, thank you, Thanks guys. for uh, dragging all your stuff over here so oh, we yeah. can show yes. people. Yes, now we have yeah. to give it back no to some of the people. Yeah, yeah. now yeah. go pass it Very back out. Very carefully. <laughs> Very carefully. Right. Hey, Drew, I was so surprised when I walked in the door. I was a day late to the rally, and I saw your rings. I was blown away and i was like no 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 no. let's put these out here (laughs) so how long have you been doing this uh i've been making jewelry for probably the past 15 years but more serious uh in the last four months or so yep about four months Mm -hmm. and these all look so different and so are they do you paint them? How do you make them? Do you paint them? Do you what kind of gear does it take to make these? Here? Tell me how this happens. Yeah. So, um, I mean, these are a multitude of different materials. Uh, you know, kind of the venue that I chose or the medium was uh, generally composite or industrial materials that um, you know are kind of tough. Material purpose built materials, and 
Uh, does that make like the rings what? stronger? It does. Yeah. Okay. So, so what is some of the things that are in these rings? How do you, um, what's in them? So there's micarta, there's G10, carbon fiber. Well, I know carbon fiber. Mm -hmm. I don't know what those other two things are. Yeah. So uh, micarta is a uh, canvas phenolic material. It is... Uh, extremely strong and lightweight. It's, it was used uh, in old airplanes and cars for gears and things like that. It is. So it's a metal. It is not. No, it is. Okay. It is. I'm trying. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out so what Macarta what is. It is, is there are many different kinds of Macartas, but uh, the one that I generally will use is a canvas Macarta. And it is literally layered fabric with an epoxy filler, uh, and it makes it for a very strong, lightweight material. Cool. Okay. What else? Uh, G10 is a glass-filled nylon, very similar process. It uses fiberglass instead of like a canvas material. Okay. Uh, it is more, uh, has like the consistency of glass, which is very hard again. Uh huh. But, um, you know, I do uh, m any material uh, I like to work with as long as it is kind of non traditional when it comes to jewelry. So, okay. Use, What's the strangest thing you've ever used? Uh, I use Fordite. Uh, Fordite is also known as Detroit Agate, and that is a byproduct of the manufacturing of automobiles uh, when it comes to paint. Uh, they have this equipment and the uh, car manufacturing plants where they, they spray their paint. That paint layers up at, in, in different colors. Right. Uh, when kind of cut against the grain, it, it makes these beautiful patterns. Uh, surfite is kind of another one, which is uh, over pour from uh, the manufacturing of surfboards. And it's just, uh, for me, it's, I mean, I... I've always been drawn to making jewelry, uh, but I wanted to kind of take the kind of side road uh, and, and kind of keep it as, as non-traditional as I could. Well, I, um, I, I don't quite understand all the words you're using. <laughs> Let's just be fair here. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. But um, I understood byproduct and surfboard, but that was about it. Um, so, yeah, why not just make them like everybody else? I mean, what? how did you even learn how to do this? Did you, like, learn on YouTube? Did you learn with uh, somebody else? No, or how do you learn? So, um, there were people using these materials to make different things that, that like, purpose-filled things. Like, I am super into shooting slingshots and okay. a lot of the <laughs> materials that I use are used in the construction of slingshots. Uh, okay. And seeing that, that was the first time where I seen a lot of these materials with like um, a high like fit and finish kind of, kind of a polished kind of look to it. And I thought that they were very beautiful and there wasn't anybody else out there kind of utilizing them in this mm -hmm. purpose. Uh, so it was kind of just uh, an aha moment of yeah. let me kind of burst in on this kind of venue. And, and try something different. Mm -hmm. How long does it take? Uh, well, before we leave that, there's one thing. You told me one ring had money. 
in it. Yeah. Yeah. So what? Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, no problem. Uh, sure. Shredded money, shredded carbon fiber and uh, copper in it. And so I'll, I'll, that is kind of n none of these rings were made kind of in the same the same formula. So I cast my own resins as well, epoxy resins. And mm -hmm. uh, with that, pretty much the sky's the limit. You can put anything in resin and cast it. Uh, use jewelry grade resin. And so how do you come up with ideas for like what they're going to look like? Um, well, because they all look so different. Yeah. So do you just see it in your head? Um, yeah, basically. Yeah, uh, it helps <laughs> to cool. have kind of like a library of materials at your fingertips to uh, makes it easier to kind of visualize the uh, final product when you can mix and match materials and having that kind of on hand makes it a lot easier. There are um, size restrictions. Of course, when you're making a ring, you have a small canvas. Um, I like to kind of do as much as I can in that small canvas, mm -hmm. but, uh, and it doesn't work out every time. Some, sometimes you have this picture of, of how it's going to look in your head and it comes out totally it different. Oh, that happens I to me at yeah. every creative project well, yeah, I do. I I'm like, a creative I thought this person would thing. really work, but yeah, this is cool too. So... Well, how long does it take to make one of the rings? Uh, again, kind of depending on the style of ring that I'm doing, and I have a few different, but generally uh, four to five hours. I've kind of been trying to take the inefficiencies out of my process, and part of that, uh, which makes it easier, is doing, you know, six rings at a time and kind of right, taking right. them through each step of the process uh gets a little kind of harder to determine how long something's taking you when you're making when you're uh, making five at a time yeah, and yeah. then you do one process because you need things to dry or to Absolutely, cure yeah, and then yeah. polish and then yeah. maybe another layer and then another polish absolutely well i know these are at our camper rally only because people are so creative here it is not something that attaches to a camper no. however <laughs> it is so cool and so creative i just wanted to be sure we could highlight them and because they're hanging out at our rally just well, just it. making yeah. us look a little a little cooler and I have a little on. snazzier <laughs> so yeah. Yes. I'm glad. I Daphne, think you, you're connected to all of these creative people. Have you got a quill right. yet? Like we need Kevin to. Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Seven steps to Daphne. There oh you go. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, just don't put that as a decal on the outside of your trailer. <laughs> you know, I wish we could capture how much fun it is hanging out with all these creative people it's on the true. podcast. I, I feel like maybe we're not doing a great job of that, but you know, I don't know. I love it. That is part of why this is so fun. It's true. So, and thanks for bringing these. I am. Thanks for talking to us. I think it's so interesting. Uh, I, you know, who would put shredded money in a ring? Drew would. I'll put anything in a ring. All right. <laughs> all right. That's a challenge. <laughs> that's a challenge. All right. We put it out yeah, there in the wild. Yeah, you were just talking to somebody else about making one out of a saxophone reed. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, uh, heirlooms right there on your finger. Absolutely. Right. So or maybe the, another piece of jewelry because I know you can do other things too, I do. right? I've done a lot of pendants and things like that. The, the reason why rings was, um, it was, you know, when I was building my shop, I didn't have a lot of money. I was like, what's the one piece of equipment that I can buy that I can start kind of seeing results. Right. Uh, and it was a metal lathe. And mm -hmm. the easiest thing to make on a metal lathe is something that's round. And, it's kind of, <laughs> and there you have it. Things that are round going That yeah. sounds yeah. like a ring. So. Well, Perfect. so if somebody wants you to maybe do something creative for them, uh, maybe with an heirloom, maybe with a piece of something they want to like keep around in a different way. We Absolutely. all have that. Yeah. Um, how would they reach you? Uh, you know, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, all those things under Drewtopian Design. Drewtopian Design. Yes. All right. I don't think we need to spell that. They can get it. No. Drewtopian Design. It, I bet you're the only thing that pops uh, up. I'm sure. <laughs> all right. Very cool, Drew. Thanks awesome. so much. Thank you. Next, we're going to talk to Michelle Markey, who does some amazing quilting. How did this start? Um... Well, what, tell, yeah, tell, what is, what the, is what, it? What is there this? Are what, what are we talking uh, this about? This was actually I, uh, my my new neighbor next to me. Um, I made a bunch of these earlier, um, and I've got not just the tiny trailers. I actually have RVs, motorhomes, uh, Class A's, Class C's, um, a variety of different ones. And I have this is a tea towel that you can hang up. And everything's very washable. And a and, pillow. And a matching pillow. So oh. These are embroidered. Yes, they these are embroidered. These aren't stamped. Uh, no, they're not stamped. I don't do anything stamped. I am an old-fashioned girl. I like everything done um, with oh. needle and thread. I like but this. But they are done with modern oh, technology. I have beautiful. Six, two 16-needle embroidery machines. Um, and I can stitch just about anything. Um, I'm, so my next project is to go from just kind of what looks to be like a generic tab to actual different ones for the tags, the taps, and all it takes is digitizing a picture of one and turning it Because once again, people with these tiny trailers love the customization. They want Correct. their stuff to look like their trailer. Right. So you have right. a towel, a pillow, a pillow. and, and then, what is this? This is really, um, this is kind of what I've I've gotten into for RVs. I, I am a quilter and embroiderer. I run my own uh, business here. I'm just 10 minutes outside of Bandera and Medina. Okay. And so um, when I first moved here from Houston, I walked into our local quilt group. I had a long arm machine and I said, you guys just bring me all your quilts. I'll do them for free if you don't mind what I do. And oh, over man, the years, yeah, so we're going to talk about what's on the back of this. But this is the, the my thing here is National Park quilts. Wow. And I'm going to stand up so I just this is Utah. Oh, good. Havana. Havana has showed Havana up. Havana White. Um, so these are, um, um, there's a fabric manufacturer by the name of Riley Blake. And probably about five years ago, he started uh, uh, manufacturing old uh, vintage Posters. posters yeah posters mm -hmm. into fabric panels and then came up with the coordinating fabrics for them so what i do now i've bought up 
Uh, a fair, a decent inventory, and I can customize depending on what your special park is. So this one is Utah. I have the other quilt that I have here, is, which is a queen. It's got Grand Canyon, Yellowstone, uh, and a variety. It, all the parks come with them. You can see the smaller versions of it down here in the So you borders. can pick and make a quilt for like Cor all the parks that I've been to. Correct. And the one of the reasons I did this is because... Our bed situation in any of these tiny trailers, you can't just go out and buy a pre, well, you can, but it's going to be either too small, too big, and there's nothing that actually is made to fit. For that right. strange size. For the strange size yeah. of however you've got a bed layout. And I also have a queen version that if you want to have all of the bed down, you know, the and I have a uh, 320. Mm -hmm. So I can turn it into the, what is it, like 71 by 71. But this is, I sleep it in the twin version. So I made this to fit exactly. I like it. this size. Yeah, it's a good size. And um, I sleep wheel to wheel. Um, so it fits from one end to the other. And what everybody wants to know is this backing. It's, it's called oh Minky. Gosh. It's, it's called what? Minky. Minky. You've never heard of Minky? No. Or K E E. <laughs> I feel so old school. I haven't heard of any of this stuff. <laughs> this is a very popular I love backing. Minky. It's very soft. It's very velvety. And, and I love these swirls. Well, so I have a what's called a long arm, and it's a big 12 foot machine. Mm -hmm. 12 uh, foot? 12 you have foot. a 12 foot sewing machine? Yes. And That's room size. Yes, it is. And you have to have, a, I have a standalone two story studio where I have this machine and the two commercial embroidery machines. And wow. um, these machines are computerized, so somebody can bring me any kind of pattern, and just like Daphne does with her stuff, in fact, that swirl, I could replicate it in a quilting pattern um, into... You will oh. be. <laughs> Daphne, <laughs> Daphne is buying all the things. All the she things. said you will be. Oh, geez. Match the color. Ma Match and the I color. Can. I've got like over 300 colors of thread. And I have... can The minky comes in literally every color under the rainbow yeah. and it also comes in prints so the minky, can't stop yeah the minky is one of the things that's a big seller for well, most of my that quilts that I make. mixed with this like i don't know just the bumpy yeah. soft i could yeah. you know for those of you who aren't on youtube I do not. Uh, <laughs> it's it this is weird. impressive um with four big kind of vintage poster looks in the middle and then the uh, little a ones pattern on the outside. around the outside and it's just I Thank just you. don't know how to describe how it's campy, it's it's modern looking, it's very very what is the word? Uh, what is the word? It's artsy. It's very it's, artistic uh, looking. It's kind of trying to fit the camping with a little bit of glamping, with a little yes. bit of vintage, and then wow. the modern technology that pulls it all together. Can we Impressive. see the other one really quick? Yeah, yeah, sure. The other one is the big one. This is the one that I saw. And this is my bottom line with all my stuff. Everything has to be washable. It has to be dog proof and it has to be camp proof. So dog proof and camp proof. Yeah, yeah. So and I can earlier, just throw it in the washer. Earlier oh. when she was showing me this blanket, it actually kind of fell on the ground. Um, 
she, uh, the woman with us tried to like pick it up and shake it off. She said, "Oh no, this these blankets are they're supposed meant to, be, to be used. They're meant to be they on can the get ground. dirty. There's a thing about this minky that's on the back. It's extremely washable. Look at how it's cool indestructible. This is. Actually, this is just a giant, and it's it's a queen. So it would go queens, if we had the whole all the the you know the tabs." So, uh, yeah, sorry. Sure. There, I just noticed there's a bunch of them for Yellowstone. Yeah, you can get various different ones. I think each the major parks that they're currently doing have either four or six various different oh, panels. Oh, so if you, so you wanted can Yellowstone choose. on there, you could... Could I have a Yellowstone blanket? Yeah, you could just do nothing but Yellowstone yeah. or you can do nothing but Grand Canyon. This is, again, these are... I'm a Western girl. I, I like to stay all west of the Mississippi. And so these are all the parks that um, I have been to or that are some Whoa, of my favorite. Isn't that cool? It is. You've got Sequoia, Joshua Tree. Rocky Mountain. Yosemite, Rocky Mountain. Grand Canyon. I, it's just... Bryce Canyon this is just full of posters it doesn't have any of the smaller ones on this one no this but is just strictly is the posters stunning. themselves thank you absolutely stunning very well, cool so I have a bunch of these um, people can contact me through my website um, and and talk to me about what they would like what's uh, your website www.medina m-e-d-i-n-a Dom D O M A R T S Medina Dom Arts. My company's name is Medina Domestic Arts Studio. Got it. Medina Dom Arts. Dot we'll com. Put it, and we'll Dot put com. it like all the everybody's website and contact information in the show notes, like usual. Just let me know. Right. And yeah. I'm like Daphne. I'm right now. Um, not only do I do quilts for people, but I teach. Okay. And um, for making quilts at this point in time, I'm probably six months out. And I'm booked teaching through 2024. So wow. what, that is actually oh one of the goodness. reasons I bought my tab was so that I travel from quilt shop to quilt shop or from quilt show to quilt show. And I can easily get anywhere I need to be close to the venue with the tab because it's so versatile. And I most of the time just need a little bit of water in my holding tank and power and I can be right next to the but shop. Don't you have a lot of stuff to carry with you as a quilter i mean fabric and i mean how do most you of mine are take done it in, with you most of mine are done in pre-cut kits okay and um in fact really my biggest niche right now is painting on fabric what? Yes. What? What? Right. what so imagine i i just why do you sound so surprised it's because i thought that fabric. this was what she did well, i didn't I do. realize there was uh, there's multiple more. multiple facets multiple facets of all okay. this but but really what i do now is for instance imagine this black outline mm -hmm. on this tea towel mm-hmm just the shapes and the tree and the welcome. And then I use fabric markers, fabric paint, yeah. uh, colored pencils and fabric medium to color on it. And when you're done it and you heat set it, it mm -hmm. becomes washable. And so anything you see here. Yeah, you can color. You can color like in a mine's I call it coloring book on fabric. Yeah. So. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I am blown away at how creative the humans are that join us at this rally. All the humans. I yeah. just feel so grateful to be around all these people that are so creative and just they and kind of stop by our rally just to say hello before they head out on their next 
design adventure. Think well, about I know. how many creative people like we don't know. Yeah, you know, that like, we have that are actually to. here and have crazy cool talents and we just don't know it. I know. Well, I have right? to brag on your crazy. I'm, by the way, the lady with the toilet issue. And I just have to say <laughs> that true. I have found out that there's no job dirty for PJ to take on. <laughs> and yeah. I really appreciate that. And so thank you very much. You know. Well, we make her clean toilets at the dealership, too. She's <laughs> <laughs> janitor as well as the. I, if it has to be done, somebody <laughs> has to do it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Well, um, Thanks for spending the time and talking to us. You bet. They're I so am, pretty. I am so impressed. I don't know what to buy first. And it's I already, true. And <laughs> I, I already knew. I already knew about all of this. But sitting here talking to you, I guess I feel uh, more grateful uh, that I get to experience just what you create. Well, thank you for holding the rally. This is my first, by the way. I You're will a newbie. Be, I'm a newbie and I will be back again because of all of the wonderful people that I've met. Hooray! And you guys Yay. are just outstanding hostess and host. And thank you very much for having this and Aww. putting it together for us. Well, thank you for coming. Converting newbies is like my... Adrenaline. It is, it's it like is my, the thing we do. That's what keeps me going. Well. <laughs> Thanks. Well, so the last people we're going to talk to is actually the same people we talked to last week. Whoops. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. You guys just First came all, to the rally. You have so much to say, but you are you have a creative venue that we're going to talk about, but it is the Andersons, and they joined us at the Texas Tiny Trailer Rally, and I finally got to see their rig in person. I want to cuss. It's so cool, but I'm not going to because Clint will give me that look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to bleep that. So, But we, I know we always send you other places, but honestly, if you didn't hear the podcast with the Andersons, you need to go back and do that because... And then go watch their YouTube video wow. because hearing them talk about wow. it is one thing. Seeing it on the YouTube video is a whole nother level. And then seeing it in person, it was like... What's happening here? <laughs> what did you do? Anyway, I know we're here kind of to crazy. talk about one specific part of your creative quest because that entire trailer is creative. Um, but you do three D printing. Yeah, definitely inside your what by what trailer? Seven by fourteen. Seven by fourteen oh, trailer. What by what? You live in it oh full time with a dog. And run a business out of it, 3D printing. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Go. So what's wrong? What's, what's, how, what, did the, what? how did 3D printing start? You just said, well, this is cool? You, yeah. You're kind of like <laughs> this, so but I with, can see with that. With 3D printing, you can do so much, right? And when I first got into 3D printing, probably two years ago, I saw a need in the market for certain things that I had a vision of, right? I had this vision of, I wish someone made that. And a lot of times, you know, sometimes people actually make something and you can just go buy it and it works. Yeah. But Amazon's amazing for that, right? It's, it's fantastic but for that. But sometimes. But sometimes <laughs> you run into something where you need this little part and you need it right now, right? To fix a problem. <laughs> to fix a problem. And you need it out of a material that's going to last as well. And... I started getting into 3D printing and there's another niche of 3D printing, which is 3D printing a product called TPU. And that is thermoplastic polyurethane. Uh, high performance car bushings are made out of it. I mean, it's mm -hmm. an extremely strong material as, as 
Clint's, Clint's nodding. He's over there being yeah. a nerd. Uh, yeah, they're geeking so, out here. Yeah. TPU is incredibly strong. It's also the hardest material to print. It is the biggest nightmare. So I set out to learn how to print TPU. Okay, okay I'm sorry. I didn't it's mean to make that noise. No, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. It really is okay. Yeah. He's such a nerd. It is like, <laughs> okay, you know, here's what I'm sitting here thinking. Okay, there's so many people who are sitting here telling Break us that. what you can't do in a Stretching. 7x14 trailer. But you can't do that. It's going to whip you in the face. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, is, this, is. is this Tipu? Yes. Tipu? So yeah. the, the cool thing about TPU... TPU is not working for me. Tipu is better. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's like a rubber, right? You can think of it like a rubber. It's... <laughs> Clint just said to poo or not to poo. I have to uh, pass along that dad joke for him. Yeah, He's very perfect. pleased with himself. But so when we were thinking about starting to print in the trailer, the answer was always TPU. Can I break this? Are you just waiting for me to hurt myself? It, it'll be entertaining to watch. <laughs> yeah. Is it possible? Yes. Clint broke it in half earlier. Oh. I want to be as good as Clint. <laughs> <laughs> but so that's just oh. one strand of TPU filament. And you can imagine making parts out of this is amazing wow. because it's incredibly vibration resistant. It won't crack under stress. It sticks to itself well. So when you're making trailer parts, you can make stuff that's going to last forever. It doesn't do weird things in the sun. You can put this in the sun all day. So maybe we need to actually call trailer manufacturers and let them know about tapu yeah the problem with tpu is it's the hardest uh, material excuse to work me with. sir tapu tapu thank you the hardest the hardest thing about tapu is that it is incredibly hard to print you run into so many issues just trying to make a part it's slow to print so i did tons of research to figure out how to do this the right way and actually make products that work so our our pot lid holders are all tpu because pot lid holders you, you can't you you, you have to go you see, see it you no things that hold your pot lids up on the shelf or something that, that, is, the, yes. that is the least impressive thing in this trailer. Yes, yes. And I think the espresso machine might be no, my, my I'm biggest. I'm talking it's about just, stuff that they did. It's I crazy. Know, I know. I know. Yeah, and I, I just can't imagine because 7 by 14, everybody <laughs> in the world is telling us why they can't do things in a trailer that size. Yeah. And I, I'm still just blown away at that part. I'm having trouble getting to the 3D printing part. Yes. So, so what do you 3D print now? Anything that someone Anything wants. Anything he wants. Like, how do people, do people just say, hey. Well, for example, there, there have been some new camp owners here that were having an issue with the toilet seat holding up. And I've already started 3D modeling that. And I will. A, a new toilet seat or a new no, holder? A holder. <laughs> I'm going to have so many new toilet seats. Toilet I know, seat this to toilet seat's up. been a theme. <laughs> yeah. So being able to latch the toilet seat to where it stays up and doesn't fall down. Okay. And so I've already started 3D modeling that. I'm almost done with the design. And then I'll spit out a part before we leave. And Like, before you leave tomorrow, we'll have correct. a part to fix the toilet correct. that you started thinking of this morning. How many people are going to pay you for that? I don't know. It depends on how many people you sell them to. <laughs> no, I mean, like, right now, how like many right people now. have said, I want that? Several. I mean, in the discussion earlier, it was 
uh, a good amount of people. Yeah, we talked <clears> about <throat> it this morning. Yeah. At our rally, and you went back to your trailer and started designing it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So that's. Wow. I mean, that's, anything you can think of, like, yeah, latches, holders. So, our uh, another example is I was tired of dealing with her camera tripod. It was your in damn way. camera <laughs> tripod. I know. It was I awful. Know. She How would just set I? it on the bed somewhere or set it on the counter. And I was like, this thing has got to go. So, I 3D printed a mount that you just screw it into and it sits up on the ceiling, right? So, every square inch of their camper, wall, ceiling, everything is covered in something so simple and functional. Like it's like chaos in your trailer, but it is, <laughs> it is so organized chaos. Organized. I wouldn't organized. call it organized yet. I haven't 3D printed enough mounts. <laughs> it's super organized. There's a couple more things we can I mean, you can tell that like that oh hat always goodness. hangs on that hook, you know, like I don't just the way y'all have it all organized, it's it's well, you, not if you're living in that small of a space, all. you cannot. Well, oh, trust me, we've yeah. we've had it stressful in there. Trust it doesn't me. look like it right now. It looks gorgeous. It's so crazy. If you're living in that small of a space, you have to be able yeah. to come up with solutions. And so, yeah. 3D printing back on that—that's been the easiest solution to fix all the problems because I can think of something, and I don't have to reach out to some engineer somewhere to figure it out for me. I can just start drawing it up in my modeling program, and next thing you know couple hours later there's a part sitting on the table that I can use so you can't do it like I do and get on Amazon and try to think what can I use that I could turn into something something I could use for that and that we do that a lot of times but if it's not exactly what you want is it is is it as helpful yeah. As it is worth it. Yeah. So 3D printing has been extremely important for us. So if somebody wanted wow. to purchase a 3D printed toilet lid latch, latch <laughs> to keep it open, how would they get a hold of you? Uh, they can get a hold of us on our contact page on AndersonAdventure.com. And Anderson is A N D E R S E. E-N. Yes. I've learned this. Oh, very so good. So, Anderson Adventure. Yes. Singular adventure. Singular. One long adventure. Just one adventure. <laughs> yes. Well, you know how domains work. Yeah. Yes. 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 It's hard to get there. It's all right. So, but yes, they can get a hold of us on our contact page. And we have some other stuff on there, but we're going to be doing a lot more overland adventure type products on there soon um, as as I can make enough parts. So if you can dream it, they can 3D print it. Yeah. And And send it to you. Typically. I didn't didn't get an answer on how much it would cost to get a toilet lid holder. They're probably going to be in the neighborhood of 10 bucks. Uh, 10 bucks and your toilet problems could be solved yeah. PJ. in, uh, in a day well first of all i don't have a toilet problem but yeah. i know people that do <laughs> mm-hmm. we talked to them this yeah. morning at our tech talk yeah at the rally so uh in a matter of hours you have solved the toilet lid and now dilemma pe- and now people don't have to worry about for that 10 issue. bucks <laughs> hopefully very cool. incredible very cool well it's impressive what you guys do most impressive is your creativeness 
Thanks for sitting down and chatting with us. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. welcome. Anytime. Again. 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 <laughs> you know, a long time no see. Even though you knew what you were in for. Yeah. You sat down anyway. So <laughs> brave of you. I don't think we had an option. Oh, no. <laughs> I think that's true. No, you didn't. Lindsay we're, was after we you. We were voluntold <laughs> to come up here. Yes. That's true. That's what we do. Well, thanks so much. I'm glad you're at our rally. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. You bet. It was really fun. So we got to see some creativeness here at the rally. We like to do that. Yeah. And we'll put some of that on our rally page because there were some real artists here hey pj yeah we have a very short amount of time until happy hour and two-step lessons are you ready i think i'm ready and okay. then i'll be ready for the catered barbecue and then i'm ready to dance Bob Apple is probably on his way. I cannot wait. It'll be exciting. I know. We are in the cowboy capital of the world. Try that Say again. Say that again. Try we again. are in the cowboy capital of the world. And that's official, I was told. Absolutely. In Bandera, Texas. And we wish everybody was here with us because what a fun time we have every time. It's twice a year. You can look it up. Texas uh, Tiny Trailer Rally. TexasTinyTrailerRally.com or look us up on Facebook. It's a group on Facebook. And that's where we share the majority of our pictures when we're here at the rally. Yep. Um, so you can kind of see what's going on, what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Do you have to be a tiny trailer? <laughs> no. I just have a trailer or don't have a trailer. We have truck campers here. We have people here who don't have a trailer yet, but they want to just kind of look, see what's available. This is a good chance. I mean, you can see literally every type of trailer or and a smaller trailer here how much does it cost it is free you only have to pay for your camp spot so all the events are free um the food we serve we just want to hang out with y'all really. yeah it is our time to just connect yep so uh really fun we, we need to get going on that and of course you can find rv small talk at all the community pages rvsmalltalk.com i wish we had clint here to really do this very nicely but <laughs> I mean, he's here he's just over he's there just not phone. talking so all right RV so we're small gonna have talk, to close it come see us and yeah we'll see you next time 100 trailers there you go. Bye.